in the representing's video all about dogs. Come on now. And of course kitties, because you know, we got there she is. Alright, so we are going from learning one subject to another, and one of the greatest uh, scientists in the world, or was, obviously passed away. We're going to go over some of the quotes of Albert Einstein to show that he wasn't just smart in science, but he knew things about how the world should work. Let's go. Hello everybody, my name is Rob. This is Ultra Universe Everyday Heroes. The specific series, Everyday Heroes, covers those things that are educational, informational, but always fun. As I mentioned this morning, we talked about um, pet hacks for dogs, as well as some dog behavior and the hidden meanings behind them. Now we're going to talk about a man, the genius, you know, that E equals MC squared thing. The guy behind it all, Albert Einstein. But no. We're not going to talk about his science today. We are going to talk about some of his uh, famous and maybe lesser known quotes and decide that, well, not decide, show that this man knew much more about the world <clears throat> than we knew. Now, I believe we should get a guest on just a second, so we are going to give her a minute. But we're going to jump in with quote number one. And this is a great one, I think, so bear with me as I type them up. So this one says, oops, Imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited. Imagination encircles the world. Now, this is a very good quote, in my opinion, I think. Now, he's not saying that you don't need to know things to, um, you know, move on or move through your life. But imagination doesn't have a limitation on what is or does. You can imagine anything, hence the books and the movies and TV shows and some of the weird stuff and all that other things. Toys. I mean, I have a bucket of slime next to me for a show this week, you know. So imagination, no matter what, always is a constant moving. Knowledge only goes so much. Now, yes, he was a scientist. Yes, he'd be one to say, well, this equals this equals this because of that. Now, what do I think he might have been talking about? Well, I know as a scientist and kind of as a differently thought person, he definitely didn't think the way most people did. He probably had a lot of things in his mind that maybe didn't make sense to people at the time. Probably don't make sense to people today. But imagination is something that you need if you are going to, you know, enjoy. Because without it, you're just stuck with a bunch of numbers. And who wants that? Okay, number two. <clears throat> And I'm putting him here instead of the slideshow because, you know, you can see him down here. They're easy. All right. A happy man is too satisfied to dwell too much on the future. Now, this is a big one for me if you've watched our mental health shows 
or watch other episodes of this show of this series as well. Um, now, I would change the word happy to appreciative or grateful. Those are the words I use. But this is a very true statement. You're going to enjoy things much more if you're focused on what you're doing in the moment. Now, yeah, do you want to prep? Sorry, my computer. I don't know. Do you want to prep for things in the future or do you need to prep? Sure, of course you do. But the person who is going to have the most enjoyment and be at the most peace is the one who is only dealing with now. And you've heard me say it a lot on all my shows. There are many things that you don't have to worry about. And yes, somebody with anxiety, it's kind of funny to say, but if you can look past anything else and just do moment to moment, which is what I enjoy doing, you're gonna learn, because I have myself, that things are a little bit better when you just kind of do your thing, right? Right, makes sense? Okay, let's see, what is the next one? Oh, here we go. This is a very, very good one too. If it shows up. The best way to cheer yourself up is to cheer somebody else up. Now he has many quotes like this, oh, excuse me, that talk about, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, that talk about the person who lived the best life is the one that did things for others. Now that might seem a little weird when it comes to loving yourself and doing for yourself. And again, let's not get caught up in the semantics here. In no way, in shape, or form do I think he is saying, oh, forget about you, only help others. No, no, no. He's saying that if you want to feel good, you're going to feel great when you do something that helps someone or something. If you give to an animal charity, how cool is that? Yeah, it doesn't help you personally, per se, but you just gave... Sorry, this screen is throwing me off. Is that my camera? No, I don't know. No, oh, maybe it was my camera. Yeah, okay. <coughs> there it is, okay. He is saying that for those of you who do something that is not for you, you are going to feel loads, loads better. Uh, like I just said, though, it could be that. It could be for me. I love helping. You know, I do I do laundry at home for us. I run the dishwasher and stuff like that. I do it because I enjoy helping my wife by doing things that she doesn't have to do. Uh, there are many things, obviously, that are not always easy to do. Um, and there are still some things that I can't fully do yet just because of situation and circumstance. But anytime she or somebody I talk to says that I made them smile or I get a happy face emoji, that makes me feel good. And that does cheer me up because, well, I made somebody happy, right? How cool is that? It's a little dark. 
Okay. All right. Sorry for all technical difficulty. All right. Now this one. I love them all. Excellence is doing a common thing in an uncommon way. So I remember when you were in school and your teacher, you know, would give you that gold star for doing something, doing the over-the-top work. That might not have been the best way to explain excellence in terms of Einstein. Excellence to him is not necessarily going above and beyond, but it's figuring out the solution in a way that others don't or may not have. Now that flows right into his wheelhouse of the type of science, you know, the quantum uh, mechanics, the uh, theory of relativity, all that stuff. But you can use this for any specific type of thing. Um, you know, let's say, can't think of a good example right now. Um, okay, well, the person, there's something called a liturgy that we have for the cat. And you basically, when you scoop the litter box, you put it in this machine, this this plastic thing, it gets to the top, you tie it off, and you throw it out. It's a common thing, everybody does it, but this particular machine really is excellent because it makes a regular job 50 times easier. Kind of with me? So anything you do differently, but you solve a problem, that's excellence. One reason why I do appreciate how my mind works sometimes is that I do think differently. And while my solution or my coming to the solution may not be the norm, it works and it surprises even me <laughs> sometimes. So, you know. All right, now one couldn't say that Einstein wasn't a comedian. He writes, education is what remains after one has forgotten what one has learned in school. Now, there's so many people in the past that have done things, whether they're authors, whether they're scientists, whatever, who always have that one comment, one or two comments, that just makes you laugh because it goes against all normalcy of the world. And this is one of the ones of him. He is really saying here, the true education is what you learn when you aren't taught. It's what you learn outside of business. It's what you learn when you don't realize you're learning something. That's the education that remains. How many of you remember what you did in high school history or chemistry or lit? literature. I don't know. Not much. Maybe you do. Maybe your job is what you did in school. Cool. But for most of us, we don't really have or remember what we did then. My education, the important things that I learned, are the things I learned in life, daily, in the moment, real time, that I try to implement regularly, because those are the things that are going to help you um, you know, do your thing. So I just thought it was kind of funny 
that he did this. Now, this is this next one here. I had to put down because it's popular. He said insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That really is insanity, right? He is trying to tell you here that doing one thing over and over and thinking you're going to end up with a different solution, that's crazy. Crazy is not the person that comes up with the different way of doing it. Crazy is the person that will repeatedly do something and say, nope, it's going to be different this time. So really in the comedy that's here, he is saying something important. If it doesn't work, do something else. Do not continue to use the norm because maybe the norm isn't working. Maybe the norm isn't the solution. Maybe the norm is making it worse than it should be. But really, be the craziness of doing the same thing over and over again and thinking you're going to get something else, that is pretty nuts. Just saying. All right, next one up. Memory is deceptive because it is colored by today's events. Now, this one is very deep and very good, I think. Um, I've talked about how the one thing I really want to do is try to relearn the past, not necessarily the past of um, myself, person, just, just myself, but the past of what actually happened. You can read anything you want and go, okay, that's what it was. But none of us were there, were we? So memory is deceptive, and this is also one reason why um, those who do have maybe a, a mental difficulty or something of that sort tend to have different view because your memory could be messing with you. So all he's saying here is, is it's not, you know, you're, you're not, it's not a fault thing at all. This is a, you don't always want to trust your memory because it may not fully be true. Next one up here, try not to become a man of success, rather become a man of value. Now you notice you wrote man in a lot of this. Back in the day, that is how you wrote it. Today, you, you know, I replace it with person because man, woman, whoever, doesn't matter who you are. It's the being that you are is what we're talking of. So don't be someone of success, be someone of value. Now, this is very hard, I know, in days where, you know, with inflation and stuff like that, you're like, oh, well, I need to do and I need, you know. What matters in the end is what you leave your footprint on, basically. What matters to you, or to, should to you, is what you get done at the end of the day. I talk about it all the time. At the end of the day, before we get to, we go to bed, uh, my wife and I talk about the best parts of the day. We remember what we did. Yeah, we might remember the stuff that sucked. And we're like, eh, we're not going to do it again. Let's hope that doesn't happen. You know, we don't want to do it. But you remember the good things you do. And really, I feel better. Like, I actually, I go back and I go, okay, you know, I was doing it at the time. So I wasn't thinking too much. I was just, I was in the moment. But going back and going, oh. That was valuable. That was important. So make that a, a goal in life. Make that a, a life lesson for you. Don't aim yourself, don't measure yourself on the success note. Measure yourself on the value. 
show yourself what you did of importance, that's what's going to hold with you. So we got a couple more here to go. This one here, the value of, of achievement lies in the achieving. This is an amazing quote as well. It's not the thing you did, it's that you did it. And for me, that is a big deal. I may not know or care what the solution was that I did, but I am so pleased that I got it done. And that's the achievement. Of course, I'm happy when I get something done. I'm happy with the thing. But I go and I tell my wife, I get so excited. I go, oh my God, look what I just did. And for me, someone you know on the spectrum, someone who has uh, ADD, anxiety, stuff like that, everything is a big deal because, you know, it's a big deal. And even if you aren't of someone with, with a difficulty of some sort, those who, who, those who take a minute and look and go, wow, cool. Like, look, look at what I did. That's good. The value of your achievement is that you did it. You did it. That's the important part. All right. So we got one more here. Look deep into nature and then you will understand everything better. What a great way to end the show on here. Look at nature to understand everything. The trees, the grass, the fish, the birds, the wolf. I feel like a Pocahontas song coming on. Um, look at nature and how imperfect and how different and how colorful and how uh, rigid or soft or shaped, how big or little it is. Look at nature and you will see the importance of, of life. It's not a matter of perfection. It's a matter of you. If you can be like nature and just, as they say, go with the flow, I think that's a win. All right, you guys, thank you so much. I thought we were going to get a guest on. I know she's been having some uh, uh, difficulties at home, so we wish her uh, well and peace. Of course, um, if you guys weren't able to watch it live, I know we got a couple on here. You can check us out on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter on replay. Keep the comments coming. The quotes will be in the comment section as you go through. So if you want to take a look at them, maybe copy and paste them, go go for it. They're up there. If not, um, look up Albert Einstein quotes on the internet, and you can find some great ones, maybe one you want to put on your wall as a reminder of some sort. Tomorrow we have a new episode of Mind Your Mental Health at 12.30. We have a brand new show at 10. Um, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming. So keep the conversation going. Whether you want to talk more dog stuff or more Albert Einstein quotes, keep it going. Uh, talk on Twitter. That's where I talk most. Um, there you go. Stay curious, everyone.